just like whatever at the time but like actually kind of realizing that i was like oh fuck like i was just like the world is actually balls Platform episode 10. Sometimes you wish that I'd just gone away, but I think now that I just have to say, and you said that something went wrong, but you're the one that let me, you let me go. Does that mean anything to you, Ben? Sorry, I wasn't paying attention. (laughs) 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 Um... (laughs) Can you repeat that? Do you want to repeat it? Okay. Yeah, yeah, go off, go off. Sometimes you wish that I'd just gone away, but I think now that I just have to say to stay. And you said that something went wrong, but you're the one that let me, you let me go. Does that mean anything to you? Oh my god, yeah. Okay, so that's um those are lyrics from a track that I made when I was fucking like fifteen years oh, yeah. old. Um, yeah, you're an was, angel. That, that yeah, photo, that, you're a damn angel. Beautiful. Did I send that? Who did I send that to? Ian sent it to me. Ian, wow. <laughs> okay, yeah, this is what happens with the files, you know? Like, <laughs> you think you're just sending it to someone and then it it, um, it, it proliferates. Yeah. Private, it's going viral on Cool Guy, on Cool Guy spheres of, of online. So, like, yeah, that, that's actually a track that I made with my, like, my friend when I was, like, a teenager, Alyssa. And, like, I remember. <laughs> Okay, I remember wanting to, like, make music with her because, like, she played this, like, Halloween talent show, like, at my middle school. Oh, my God. Okay, so... Oh, no, it was high school. Was it high school? Yeah, maybe my freshman year. What high school did you go to? Um, Summit (laughs) High School in New Jersey. I grew up in New Jersey. um, And, like, yeah, Alyssa was, like, playing this high school talent show... She fucking sang Evanescence, and she, like, slayed. Like, her <laughs> voice was yeah. so good. Was it and, Take like, Me Back, Take Me Back, and uh, It was, like, uh, yeah, that shit. Like, it was, legendary, like... Legendary, legendary. She was just, like, she slayed that track, honestly. Like, and, like, we had kind of been friends. Like, I thought she was cool because she had a sidekick. Like, she always had the newest one, too. Like, one, two, and three. And I just, like, remember being, like, cool. Like, Alyssa's kind of dope. And, like... We were both kind of on our, like, MySpace tip at the time. Like, <laughs> like in New Jersey, there was, like, kind of a lot of, like, scene kids, like, in your school growing up. Like, 
like there would always be just like I don't know a lot of emo kids like and you would know each other maybe on MySpace and then like in real life too or something like that and like I don't know like kind of at the point that I made that track like I remember I think that's like the year that I broke my leg in in school I broke my leg at a hardcore show Oh, yeah. I know what you're seeing. Uh, um, oh my god! I was seeing this fucking band, Waking the Cadaver. Oh, oh shit! <laughs> They're like deathcore, like pig. Yeah. They pig were squeal. like they were like a digi grind band. Like there was a lot of this gore grind, digi grind shit going on, and like, I mean, like I was that was my whole life in high school was like that world. Like, I can see this exact like ensemble, but with gauges. Yes, like pretty much this. Like it's funny because like all these pictures of me when I was a teenager, it's like camo shorts and like fucking like whatever, like Tim's and like stupid outfits and shit. And I'm just like, that's kind of like I think about this a lot, but like yeah, that's just when I like was like my first time being like, oh fuck, like I'm obsessed with music, like or whatever. But like. I broke my leg at this Waking the Cadaver show. <laughs> like, I low-key know who it was that did it. I had, like... Well, what the, what happened? Yeah, you got assaulted? I just, like, someone, like, just straight up, like, did this crazy, like, fucking, like, got, like, rolled on the ground in a ball. Like, seriously, like, this big-ass dude just, like, rolled into a ball and did, like, like this, like... Shrew. Yeah, literally. Yeah, like, like that, And, like, yeah. that was kind of, like, a slightly popular move at the time like in the mosh pit <laughs> like there was like a there was a it was a it was a yeah it was a style that a lot of kids were doing but like it was a not that crowded pit like i was in the back and like yeah someone rolled into me and i like like yeah just broke my leg in that moment and like i just yeah i think like when i left that show I mean, obviously, for a few days, I was just, like, whatever, recovery, super fucked up, hospital, like, all that bullshit. And, like, whatever happened to me, like, during this time when I was, like, removed from that world that I had, like, found myself in since I was, like, 12 years old or whatever, that I was, like, oh, fuck. Like, I went super deep online, like, way deeper online. Like, yeah, a big part of my life at that point had been online where, like, my friends or people I knew at shows or just, like, people that were kind of, like, into this kind of shit or whatever. But, like, at that point was when I was, like, oh, I can discover, like, all this new shit on here. And that was the point you were, like, I need to start making decaying ambient like, music. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when I was just, like, okay, like, this is when I'm, like, need to make some, like, fucking, like, whatever. Like, just kind of, like, I got into indie or, like, what was happening was, like, there was, like, I think at the time, honestly, my biggest inspiration was, like, there was, like, a hardcore band, like, a straight-edge hardcore band from Toronto called Life Ruiner, and they were, like, oh, kind gee. of, like... They're, they're like, they're real. They were just, like, the shit... I just, like, loved them, but, like, I was kind of friends with some of them because, like, we would just, like, play shows together when I was in, we like... like Lamb Goat and shit? Lamb Goat? That, like, blog? Oh, I, I mean, I don't know. I never really read stuff like that. I don't know. I was never... Like, yeah, <laughs> like, I literally still don't, you know? <laughs> like, honestly, like, I'm not really... Yeah, I don't really read very much. And especially at the time, it was, like, I was kind of just finding out about shit by going to shows. Like, because, like, growing up in New Jersey, like, at the time, there was, like, a fucking, like, 
Boston, like, scene. Like, the New Jersey, like, scene was, like, so flourishing. It was, like, there was a huge emo scene. There was a huge, like, screamo scene. There what were like, some of the bands? What were some of the, like, the iconic bands? Honestly, some of them, like, some of the first most iconic shit, like, when I was first starting, there was, like, this band called Love You Made the Butcher. And they were, like... Like, the thing is, is, like, there weren't a lot of touring bands that we would go see. Like, it was always just, like, the local shit. Like, because I'm just, like, we didn't want to go pay to, like, go to, like, a concert. I didn't want to go to, like, Starland Ballroom, like, these venues and shit. It was all just at these, like, VFW halls, like, just kind of veterans halls and shit like that. And, like, that was, like, the earliest shit was that. But like, like All ages type shit. All ages. Like, that was the beauty of it, right? Like, it's, like... I was, like, this kid, and, like, I was, like, okay, like, I was, like, this is something that I can go to every week, like, twice a week, like, I was just, like, making all these friends that were, like, hella older than me, and, like, they were showing me music, and then you would just go watch these bands that were, like, whatever, like, some local shit, but, like, Love You Made the Butcher was, like, so iconic, like, there was this band Augment that was lit as fuck, like, there was, like, I don't know, like, all these things, but, like, some of the bigger ones were just, like, cold as life or, like, then, like, I mean, yeah, like, then getting into more, like, hardcore shit when I was, like, getting a bit more, like, 16, 17 was always more, like, yeah, like, there was this venue, Stelton Church, that was just, like, these kids that were, like, actually kind of way more on this, like, less just, like, scene MySpace tip that were, like, kind of on this really funny, like, artsy tip like they were all like photographers they were all like listen to like heavy music yeah and they were all but they were all like okay we're gonna like they all ended up going to like whatever move to la or new york or became like photographers or like fashion people or whatever like when they grew up but like at the time it was like this really funny weird micro scene that was going on at the same time where all this like kind of ignorant really just like shit was happening like i don't know but um yeah did you have any like do you because like like scene is it's so it's so to me it's it's all it's in a way it's like kind of like bittersweet because like a lot a lot that that shit had its moment Mm -hmm. and a lot of that stuff like i still revisit like maybe like an annual basis and i have kind of like sort of like a a nostalgic attachment to but Mm -hmm. a lot of it was fucking like garbage like there's still i guess like camden is like the one kind of like place in london where there's still like the last remaining like vestiges of of swoopy haircut guys who are like 36 at this point i was about to say how old are you now then i'm 32 i just turned 32 like a few weeks ago like 15 16 I mean, I first, like, when I first started going to shows was because, like, my sister's boyfriend at the time when I was, like, 12 years old was, like, going to hardcore shows and, like, he gave me the CD for this band called The Banner, which was just, like, this local band or whatever that was, like, kind of really goth, maybe a little, like, comic book aesthetic, but, like, really just, like, a hardcore band and, like, from then I got into like the Blood Brothers oh, and like yeah. kind of like yeah. right, yeah. you know, yeah. like kind of shit like that. Yeah. Where I was like, okay, yeah, like Slay, like this yeah. is like, I just like all of a sudden, I all of a sudden was like, okay, yes, like, and then like immediately I was like, okay, let's start a band, like with me and my friends. So it was like, I don't know, it's interesting because I'm like, there's all these scene aesthetics that like I love, that I appreciate, that like are beautiful you know what i mean like there's these things that i'm just like 
I don't know, there's a lot of beauty in it, not only in the memory of it, but just in the visual and like this, like the sound that's been left behind by it. Mm. But like, it's funny because like when I started rejecting it when I was, yeah, like maybe 16 years old or something when I was like, oh, like even like the shit that was like death metal was still to me, I was like, this is like scene shit. You know what I mean? Like there was like a scene death metal crossover. Exactly. Well, that's the thing. New Jersey was so funny because it like the span of like this like funny, like kind of like really technical, really talented, but like really scene kids. And then there was like this whole other like element in the same scene that was like these really tough gang affiliated kind of like tough guy metal dudes or whatever that were like whatever like in like fsu or like all that shit i mean even before that you know what i mean it was just like a bit past that point to be fair i mean that was kind of like when i think like that was starting to be okay to come back into hardcore honestly sometimes they're sort of like presented as, as more like quote artful in a way that was like a little bit more exactly because they have like a different art like album cover or something it was like, like conventional like artful album but they were like xerox art yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like i don't know it's kind of funny because like yeah i just remember like all of a sudden discovering like this whole other scene in new jersey like in this town called edison and like central jersey was so funny because it was just like oh yeah there's like this artsy or bullshit going on where it's like you'll see some random kid like jumping off the speakers with like a fucking like umbrella and a dress and like you know <laughs> Wait, you're then? like huh back then yeah damn that's, you know that's what like, i mean that show we went to announced the shushing the shushing the the notorious shushing what's that well we were at a show announced that about 6 weeks ago and like i i I compared it to the Velvet Underground, and Dave vehemently disagreed. <laughs> but the, 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 the interaction lasted 15 seconds tops, and okay, someone yeah. turned around and just went... The most passive, <laughs> actually. <laughs> still stings, to this day, still stings. And will continue to. The, 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 the band's up. I grew up in oh, yeah. a similar, very similar setting, like, yeah. suburbs outside London, and I had, like, the exact same experience of, like, being a band through, like, uh, like you said, like your friend's brother. Yeah. Going to shows in places like, like concert, like the conservative club or like sure. the union club and all this kind of stuff. And it was like, did you ever listen to like any of the English bands from around that? The only bands, I mean, I really loved like Enter Shikari. Right. Of course, <laughs> yeah. of course. Sorry, they're huge though. They're, they have a, they cast yeah. a shadow. And like the gallows. Okay, like gallows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've definitely seen them a few times. Dude, remember when they got like a they got like a million pound recording contract? Gallows. Gallows, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it was like just like a, a game changer, and then they sold like four records. What was yeah. it called? Again? Like staring at the root boys. Crazy. Staring at the root. I do. I. I, I they really had like that. a major moment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> dude, Orchestra of Wolves go to album. I stand by that shit. Okay. Yeah. I actually, I saw them actually in a basement in New Brunswick, New Jersey. Oh, they yeah. they played like this basement show. Actually, when they were already like pretty famous, right, and they right, were right. like, they're like, yeah, we're gonna like play this basement show. And I'm like, okay, yeah, that's it. It was actually tight. It's quite funny because they all went to like the best school in mm-hmm. the area that I lived in. It's very like working class. I don't know, maybe they were from that. Like, weren't they from like? They're from Really? Oh shit. Um. F- it f- makes me think like I think there was something to the fact that like if you're like a suburban kid now going through the same thing I think you'd be much more drawn to electronic music and I think there was oh, way yeah. more capacity 
for hardcore bands in the oh, yeah. then, in Do you reckon? Way, isn't now. Totally. I was just because I feel like their kind of media, oh, not say, sorry for saying this word, no, e- e- ecosystem <laughs> is um, like just so, like it's so just fucking there that you don't get with other kinds of music. Interesting. I think, well, it's like, do you know that YouTube channel TPD TV? Is that the one that films all the shows and puts them up and people vote on them? No, they just, they just go to like every festival in the UK or like around the world now. But their kind of background is like kind of... I guess more like pop punk, but yeah, but again, that kind of like uh, municipal like guitar music, I yeah. think, just has like such a strong kind of cool. then I'm wrong. like no, well, not 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 wrong, but it's I think both can be wrong. Yeah. I mean, I think it's all of it. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like that's the thing is that that's like yeah. there's like this really cool like vibe right now where like I think the thing that's like something that I really find beautiful about music is like the democratic nature of it, right? Like, it's free. It's a fucking MP3. It's whatever. It's this, like, nothing, essentially. It's this, like, tiny fucking file. But, like, everyone has this capacity where it's, like, doesn't matter where the fuck you are. You can be in the middle of nowhere. You can be, like, in your fucking backyard in Ohio. You can be in fucking New Jersey. You can be in California, whatever. Like, it's just these kids that are, like, you can upload your track, and it's, like, I'm just, like people find it it doesn't matter how many it doesn't matter whatever i'm like yeah sure some people it's like people find this track and like it blows up or whatever but i'm just like the reality is i'm like it's kind of like and i've been thinking about this now it's like funny because now it's been years of me thinking about this where i'm like it is kind of like a return to this like open freedom to just post whatever online with music and there's like this real kind of like breakdown of like this kind of like, I mean, being precious about it, where it's kind of like anyone can do it. Like, you've released 14 albums in three years? I didn't, yeah, I don't know, but that's the thing, you know what I mean? It's just like, it doesn't matter. That's the thing is that I'm just like, I like, I think that's the thing. It's funny because I'm like, what makes me feel secure about it is just that, like, I'm like, one, I'm just, like, everyone is just, like, whatever about their tracks, and I see people doing it, and, like, also just, like, I think when I realized my friends also felt, like, okay about just, like, doing it, I was, like, oh, yeah, they're just doing the same thing as me, and, like, when I was first, like, making tracks, I was, like, I don't really want to send this to anyone except my friends, because I'm just, like, this is just, like, not, like, a cool thing, or doesn't sound like other people's music, or, like, doesn't sound like what I think people are listening to or whatever, but then I'm just, like, spending hours on SoundCloud listening to people that have, like, one track on their page and it's the sickest mm. shit I've ever fucking heard. SoundCloud will never die. I'm, I'm, I, and I will die. Yeah, I will die. Dude, I mean, people, like, like proclaim his death so many, so many, so many times, but it's such a, like, invaluable resource. I mean, yeah. It's, like, I think that's the funny thing. I'm, like, I've made so many fucking friends on SoundCloud and, like, found so many people that I'm, like, oh, yeah, I feel, like, akin to you for, like... I went to a SoundCloud wedding Exactly, Whoa. you know. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> real. That's what was it? Wait, wait. The people who got married met on SoundCloud. No, I met. I went uh, there with people. Right, right. It was someone I met on SoundCloud got married, and I went there with all people I first met on SoundCloud. Who's so, that? Uh, Carl, someone who used to work at Radar, and I went with like Mungo and like Henry, who were all the people I met on SoundCloud like ten years ago. It's so sick. Does Mungo make music? I this name is really familiar. Mungo? He's friends with. Uh, Oh he shit! Shout out Griff! Wow! Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's you know it's changed all our lives. I mean, it's like 
it's funny because I'm just like, I feel like in my life, like all of these like online things or whatever, like have always turned into or manifested like a lot of shit in my actual just like life or like my present life or something like that. Mm. And like, like, I, I mean, yeah, like Tumblr, like, I don't know, like, I think my earliest connection to like any of like, um, like any of the like world that I live in is just kind of like, I mean, yeah, I met shy on Tumblr when I was like, whatever special guest dj yeah special guest dj when i was like 20 20 years old 19 years like like, knew him online yeah Yeah, it was like i was seriously just like i mean it's funny because like all right so this was kind of the second iteration of this vibe where like when i was like 16 or 17 i had like a i had like a clothing line that was like just like straight edge New Jersey shit and it would be like hearts with New Jersey and diamonds and like fucking AKs on the back and just like ridiculous hardcore just like like sneakerhead like dunk like SB dunk culture bullshit and then like by the time I was like 19 or 20 I was just like obsessed with like by the time that like that point I was just like finding like all this fashion shit and like all this like art shit and like just music like I was at the time like mostly into like noise music and like black metal and like finding all these weird connections between like a lot of the aesthetics and like shit that I loved about that with like shit like Come de Garcon or like um yeah like Jun Takahashi or like a lot of these designers and fashion and like all of these kinds of things in my life where like I was finding these threads or something like that was that kind of quite a clean aesthetic yeah well i think that's like the funniest thing is like now when i like think about it i have like a lot of the images and shit that i was collecting at the time saved in some folders and i'm like a lot of this aesthetic now feels so like basic to me or something like like, totally it's kind of funny where i'm like it's really interesting where it's like for me at the time it was like so new and so fresh and like it's really interesting that like i think what's happened online is like I think just because of, like, the way that, like, I think at the time there was much more choice in what you were, like, taking in or something like that. Oh, yeah, so true. Where it felt more special yeah. and, like, it's an age thing, I think. totally, yeah. where you're, like, discovering shit, you know what I mean? And now it's kind of funny where I'm, like, oh, yeah, like, this is just so, like, passe or, like, feels really whatever now and, like... I think that's, like, the funny thing, but I'm also just, like, yeah, like, it's interesting to think that, like, I guess before, like, I had always been doing music shit, but, like, and playing in bands, or, like, I had also been playing violin, like, all of my, like, like, pretty much my life up until that point since I was, like, a kid, and, like, I guess it felt like all of a sudden I was, like, I don't know, maybe it's because I started doing psychedelics or just, like, whatever at the time, but, like, actually kind of realizing that I was like oh fuck like I was just like the world is actually lols and like <laughs> you know like I don't know how else to say it but I'm just like yeah. I was Wait, you, <laughs> you, you know you, like I was just like oh lol like reality you know like I don't know something shifted I feel yeah, like deep spiritual like yeah so you like, get you put down the fiddle after you took yeah. acid no I mean I still play I still play sometimes and like yeah. I'll use it but like I mean honestly like I think just like 
finding this actual convergence between this thing where like when I was growing up, I was like, okay, I have this really like academic approach to music that was like really actually felt a bit imposed on me, I think. And like combining that with like this actual escape that I was finding from music and like realizing that I was like this skill and then the surrender of like this like completely lawless feeling was like actually what like I was looking for the whole time, which was like this escape through flowing and like finding this feeling. And like, I think it's something I've actually been reflecting on a lot recently where I think about flow and escape and like all of these things where I'm realizing that like, that's like the big common thread that I find from like club music to hardcore music to like ambient music to all these things where I'm like, it's this flow that makes you escape, but the escape is really the present. It's now and like everything I'm like looking for and have been. And I'm like, oh yeah, like there's all these different avenues to get there. But I'm just like, I think for the first time when I was like, in my early 20s, actually finding a ton of new shit, starting to, like, yeah, experiment with psychedelics, and then, like, also going to a bunch of different shows and parties and shit that I was, like, oh, like, this is bliss, and this is, like, it. The funny thing is, like, so, so, so I, I remember, like, so, obviously, like, like psychedelics has, to, has as an effect, and it, it, it's all... It's all obviously sort of like interpreted through the prism of your own kind of experiences. But I remember like one time, I like I, this is one of the earliest times I I ever did, um, like truffles, like shrooms, and uh, I was with a friend of mine who was like a huge metalhead, and for whatever reason he like put on Pig Destroyer, mm. and my initial my 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 knee jerk instinct was to be like, yo, what the f- why why are you doing yeah, this? Yeah, why now? <laughs> but he was like bro, you got to find the drone. <laughs> and it actually, like, clicked. In, like, a roundabout way, it, like, clicked. Totally. And I think that's just sort of, like, analogous to what to what you're describing. Totally. I mean, that's the thing. It's, like, I don't know, maybe the diversion or, like, the confusion is, like, is, like, the necessity for, like, discovering, I guess, what it is that's essential and important or something like that. And I think that's, like... I think going through like all the different versions of yourself or all the different like iterations and like whatever I think is like kind of the confusion you need to like get to the person or like get closer to the person that you think you are or imagine you are who you want to be so that like yeah you can exist in a state that feels natural and comfortable or something like that. Your 15-year-old demos are kind of giving a, like, I listened to them, and the note I, I took was, I love McConan. Oh, okay, yeah. Because you know I mean? like, <laughs> what I really liked about his, like, early stuff is, like, it just had this sort of, like, completely free-flowing. Sure, sort of, like, totally. This, but, like, really, like, melodic, really sort of, like, naturally kind of, like, musical. Yeah. And there's sort of, like, elements, like, this. it's, like, structurally really sort of, like, raw. There's also, like, totally. the way he sort of, like, delivers his vocals. Um, just to sort of, like... It just felt sort of like naturally and like un, like natural and kind of like unbound. Sure. In a way that like like the older you get, like you you have all these sort of like these frameworks, like musical frameworks, sure. kind of imposed on you. Totally. Especially if you're writing like because that stuff was it was sort of it was pop music. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like hard to to tap into as an it's adult. It's funny because like I think that like that's like funny because like to me something that's always been the most like hard 
or like difficult thing to reach at or like kind of like whatever like ephemeral thing that I could never touch is like pop or like always felt like that or something like that and like you do make pop music in like a like a really roundabout like reflective yeah, way that's kind of like the thing is is that like to me it's something that I strive for maybe because it feels so distant from me like or distant from like what feels natural to what I want to make or something like that but like the reality is is that I'm like yeah like pop music is something that I've always like found so much like comfort in or like is something that's like always important and I'm like me and my friends I feel like when we send each other music it's always like pop tracks that were like mm. this is lit like <laughs> I don't know like I just like, think about like sending like I was in an Uber one day and like fucking like Dua Lipa and Elton John came on. I hadn't heard that like track yet. And like I just sent it to like Rory and I was like, oh my God, girl. Like, Who's Rory again? Rory is Pontiac Streeter. Um, he's like one of my, yeah, he's one of my best friends. He lives in Philadelphia. Crazy tunes. <laughs> Crazy tunes, beautiful music. Um, yeah, Slunty. Slunty is like, yeah, his DJ vibe. He's going by Slunty for his uh, DNB shit. Yeah, um, he's incredible and. And, like, honestly, hugely, hugely inspiring for me over the past several years. But, like, and also just one of the earliest people to ever, like, kind of support me. But, like, what I realize is, like, what we send each other is, yeah, just, like, random pop shit. And, like, I think about sending him, like, fucking Dua Lipa. And then it's, like, it'll be, like, randomly he was, like... Oh my god! Like I just put on like the one hour version and just cleaned my whole fucking apartment, and I'm just like, I'm like, yeah, like that's like such a fucking vibe. So I'm just like, I don't know. And like, I mean, like thinking about like sampling and shit like that, I'm just kind of like, pop music is a treasure trove of like resampling shit that they're already fucking sampling, and like, I think it just like is also just part of like a larger like kind of eternal conversation of like what sampling is and just like where it's you folk can music. do that. I mean, yeah, it's like, that's it, you know, like it's, it's like, this, shout out folks. Yeah. Yo, shout out yeah, that yeah. folk art, you For know, real. like, I mean, it's just like this internal thing where I'm just like, people have been interpolating and sampling music for so long and just like, I think it's funny, like, I mean, intellectual property is just, like, I don't know. I don't even know. I'm not smart enough to speak on anything about it, but to me, it's just kind of an insane vibe. We're even property. By the, by the way, help yourself. We're in Dom's house. While we're speaking of intellectual yeah. property, just straight up property, you know? Just I think take just, take what you see fit. Owning, owning, Dom's is yours. Owning shit is crazy. Yeah, you know, yeah, take what you want, yeah. I guess, you know. It's the steel plan. Steal it all, I guess. No, I don't. This sounds incredible. What the hell? Whoa. Yeah, what the hell? Big what the hell? Yeah, yeah, What's it called? I'll, I'll drop it in, in the podcast. I can't remember what it's called now, but I'll, I'll drop it in. Dude, what what is he do? What is he doing, man? Like I, I actually spoke to him recently about trying to do it. What McConan? Ozini, no, uh, yeah. Ozini. Makona is also, also kind of like yeah. dropped off a little bit, sadly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's about. Uh, I haven't seen that for like fucking like five years or some shit. Yeah. Anyway, good 
Imagine a guy who's really good at music. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> Who? You would fuck with him for sure. Okay. 100%. 100%. Yeah, yeah. Spell that shit. I, I need new recos. I feel like I'm like kind of like stuck in my like I don't really know I honestly it's kind of funny I felt like all this fall I'm like what's my fall vibe and then I guess I haven't really discovered it but I'm like I guess now it's what's the winter vibe well, that's how I ended up back on Yolo Tango I mean yeah I think I mean the most autumn vibe I think it's vibe. funny like I feel like every year I do go so like indie in the fucking fall and I guess like I think this year it was funny because like my indie this fall kind of kind of ended up being like Smashing Pumpkins a lot. Ooh. Smashing Pumpkins is like in for yeah. sure. It's like such like it's funny though because like last year I was kind of obsessed or like yeah I guess twenty twenty two actually yeah I guess well that's last year now which sounds like um twenty twenty two yeah I was just kind of obsessed with Adore like I had this really funny mm. Adore moment where like. I kind of was just always like, you know, like these beats are corny and like the production is whack and like I just kind of didn't get it. And then like last year I realized how like sexy that record was and like I kind of had like a big moment. But this year it's kind of funny because like now I'm on this like Siamese dream tip and like I'm kind of just like loving that record because it's kind of like the beginning of when they were just kind of really fucking with like production with like making their shit more epic yeah. or something like that and like I'm they took like, it too far on Machina there's a couple bangers on that but they take it too far <laughs> yeah. You, you, oh, you, yeah. you dropped Smashing Pumpkins a couple weeks ago hell yeah oh, what yeah. try yeah. I dropped 1979 at the club oh I mean yeah it's totally. like it's like the, it's just the, it's the, that and the, and the music video are like the most perfect perfect I mean yeah that shit always makes you feel so good like I kind of have like a f- I have like a bunch of these like feel good playlists that are, or like videos that I'm like I feel like are always like afters vibes or like yeah, calm yeah, down yeah. vibes. Afters anthem. You know, nineteen seventy nine. I also like my secret like afters banger is like. Do you know the band Len? No. Like they they. Yeah, I, don't I mean, know. their most famous track is like "Steal My Sunshine" or whatever. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But like they have good? this fucking track called like Candy Pop, and like it's the track is just so like the fucking like. I don't know. It's kind of this like snowboard aesthetic combination of like this raver shoegaze kind of vibe. Like, but the music video is like fucking perfect. It's just like all of them chilling and like, I don't know. It's like kind of like wide angle, just like bullshit them like slow mo with this like crazy, just like breakbeat kind of shoegaze track or whatever all those elements you're describing sound so good yeah. I, I feel like your shit is kind of like slow release candy pop okay yeah please i honestly i need that i fucking please. i fucking <laughs> i fucking hate yeah i have i'm using a bio that i hate so Please bless me. <laughs> I, I got you. Catch then. Oh my god! Yeah, maybe it's time. I I'm just like. Yeah, I was. I mean, yeah. Sometimes you gotta use that shit. You know? What's the What's the craziest thing you've asked ChatGPT? I don't know. I've never used it on my own. <laughs> I'm more of a mid journey bitch, honestly. Oh, like, yeah. I spend. What are you generating? What are you generating? What am I generating? Um, actually, like, um. There's, like, a really 
amazing. We have like a really amazing like Discord group called Mindful Self Indulgence, and it's like kind shout of shout out MSI. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's our Mindful Self Indulgence um, <laughs> channel, and like yo, you're just spewing out sick ass podcast times. Right now. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I don't know. That's a Mindful self-indulgence is like a, yeah, it was, first it was mindless self-indulgence. This is like, there's like a 3XL um, Discord and like, it's, there's a, there's a few like whatever channels in it, but like, yeah, mindful self-indulgence. It was mindless self-indulgence and Shai switched to mindful self-indulgence. More enlightened. Yeah, it's the more enlightened version, Um, but like. There's not that many people in it that are mid-journeying, but the mid-journeying, and it gets kind of crazy. I mean, like, it can get really existential, but, like, it can mostly just be um, bullshit, I think is kind of the vibe, you know? Sometimes it gets serious, and we try and make beautiful things, but, um, I don't know, mostly it's, like... <laughs> I don't know, it's, it's a lot of our friend Sal, who's, like, DJ Papaya. Um, they, they, they post... They be um, imagining a lot, and I'm also kind of obsessed with blends. Honestly, more than imagining, like mm. I think the ultimate synergy is like um, imagining, and then you screenshot like all four of them, yep. and then you like blend it with other things, yeah, yeah. and then you get like a thousand. Like and you, uh, you keep going, and you get like all these images and variations, and they're like kind of trying to make memes or something like that in it and then you're like okay like i guess this is like a new humor that exists just because of this bullshit (laughs) i'm like i don't know why this is funny but i'm 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 laughing the new humor is a crazy um premise You just like unlocked a new spectrum of experience. Are you, are you like an old head in terms of humor? <laughs> in terms of, yeah, dude. I'm a, yeah. I'm a slapstick stan. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this guy's falling over. Yeah. Banana peels. Spe- specifically Chinese guys. <laughs> They're <laughs> the best at falling over. <laughs> but Chinese guys? <laughs> dude, yeah, but him being a slapstick stan? Dude, true. He fucking. He is- uh, Tom and Jerry kills me, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tom and Jerry. Just, yeah. I have active fantasies about um, Tom getting his his comeuppance. Tom Love. Tom Love. Well, that when Tom the, the, this, the scene where he goes to heaven is is so sad. I, you know what? I'm part of me is curious. Like I want to hear what that's about, but part of me feels like it's too heartbreaking. Yeah. <laughs> to know. Well, where Tom from Tom and Jerry goes to heaven? Does he get like roasted? <laughs> well, he goes to see St. Peter, and um, he's like, Tom, you spent your whole life, you know, um, troubling this mouse. You can't come in. He's like, you've got 24 hours to go make peace with Jerry, basically. What does Tom do? Well, this is not the sad part. Immediately, you know, immediately after he leaves. You then see like three drowned kittens go to oh heaven. Oh my! F- and and, and St. Peter's Lord. like, come on in, guys. Yeah, come on in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So this three XL Discord. Okay. Yeah. Is it just for the artists that circulate? Wait. Do you guys wait? Can I go pee real quick? Yeah. Okay. I honestly, I made the mistake today. I never. No, I just, I never drink beer. And then today, I had, I was just kind of like. 
chilling at a pub and drinking beer. So I'm just kind of like chilling at a pub drinking beer. Goodbye. My my bladder has become like yeah. so like pitiful Wait, these days. I, I'm a like okay, BRB. We're on that. We're on that. Should we self or should we do that? Yeah. Fake niggas. They do it all for the clout. Always running their mouth, but they've never been about. Yo. I splashed niggas. Yo. In and out. In and out. Clout is killing our people. They do it for UKL. Yeah. Clout is killing our people. They do it for UDM. Yeah. Clout is killing our people. They move like the groupies, them. Sending shots on snap, but in real life, don't use their skin. Cool, cool, cool. Beautiful. Yeah, Dimebag Daryl had a cool, like, iconic guitar there. Yeah, uh, it was, yeah. A, it, it it was, was like, like a V, wasn't it? I'm trying it's to get kind it of almost it. like a star or something yeah, like yeah. that, right? What's that that brand? Was I used, as like a twelve year old? I thought it was like the coolest. Is it shape. like an ESP or like? 